life as you know it is over. Or is it? Your best friend is in a new relationship. She's got herself a boyfriend. She maybe has a new fiance. Maybe she's about to step into marriage. What have you. It's different than the way life has been so far, right? You're used to spending Friday nights with this girl, doing do-it-yourself manicures and pedicures, watching The Bachelor every single Monday, Taco Tuesday, no problem. You're heading over to her place. This is the way life has been for a very long time. And now you're splitting your calendar with some guy who's walked into your life and is dividing her attention away from you. All right, don't worry, guys. I got your back because this in itself, it's tough. You know, you want to be so excited for your friend, But then at the same time, you're having to figure out how to navigate your own life too because now things are different for you. Well, I want to teach you the right way to pursue this next chapter because you don't want it to end in jealousy. You don't want it to end end in a frustration between the two of you, but you also don't want to end a friendship over it, right? Because they all say, guys, come and go, but your friends are always there. That's all fine and dandy unless this guy is here to stay. She might very well marry this guy. So you need to adjust and respect your best friend's new relationship. I have been there on both sides of the spectrum. I have been both the best friend who is being introduced to this guy who is now taking time away from my best friend. And I had to sit in the back seat and learn how to navigate the car, you know, that I'm no longer driving and I'm not in control of. I've also been the one in the driver's seat with a new relationship and watched many of my friends not handle it very well. They didn't understand I was now splitting my time with them and this new guy in this relationship that was making me very happy. And from that experience on both sides of the spectrum, I think I can narrow down a few points to help you Better adjust and respect your best friend's new relationship. And the key thing being here, keep your relationship with her alive. So I will say no more. Let's dive into all the misunderstandings and hopefully we will clear the air on this very controversial topic. Hey world, what is up? Kelly Hall here with Misunderstood, and we have a couple of really hot topics to bring up today. The main one being your best friend just got a boyfriend and you think your life is now over. Everything's different. Everything's changing. Nothing will ever be the same. Or maybe it's your best friend who's getting married. Maybe it's a fiance. Maybe it's just this paradigm shift in everyone's relationship But I get it. It's different and it's new and it's hard and you're having to relinquish some of that time that you're used to spending with your best friend. But it's all part of that growing up process. So here's the misunderstanding. A, you hate the guy. I can't possibly like her boyfriend because she's being stolen from me. I'm not even going to give him a chance. Who is this person? You are not qualified to date my best friend. And B, my life is over. That's it. No more memories, no more moments, no more late night girls nights eating Ben and Jerry's out of the tub watching the new girl. Guess what? Those moments will still happen, but I want to help guide you through a little bit of a path here because it's still tough. I get it. I've been there. I've had to take those moments where I had to 
eat a big dose of humble pie and realize I'm not the priority anymore. It's super, super tough. But essentially, we're going to walk through a little bit of a plan here, a process, if you will, to get your mind around this change and apply it toward this relationship. So it might be a best friend or boyfriend or a coworker or the loss of something that you really have loved and cared for. And now all of a sudden things are different. So first I'm going to explain a really simple concept that you may not have realized. You can't marry your best friend. And I'm not saying this as in like, oh my God, he's my best friend. I'm going to marry him. I mean, I mean, in a lot of cases, for example, Jackie and I, uh, we are just straight up heterosexual. We can't marry each other. That's not the way the world is going to work for us. So we knew we were going to end up marrying other people and that people were going to walk into our lives and they're going to take place of us. And we're just going to have to get used to it, that there's a man around. So remember that. Embrace those golden years where you guys are together, but also remember that life is going to change eventually. Those baby steps are going to happen, and you're not going to be able to marry your best friend. Although now, you know, you might have a boyfriend or a fiance or a husband, and that husband becomes your best friend. And there's differences in those relationships. But ultimately, take a step back and remember that. And that they can't, that they won't, and that they're going to find someone they're going to fall in love with, and that's the person that they're going to spend their life with here. That's what we're all kind of here for, right? We all want a partner. We all want to find the love of our life. We want to get settled down. That's usually the goal here um, is finding that life partner, is it not? So just take a step back and be excited for them and that change, but also remember that. And it's a super, super humbling thing to process. So When I was in my early 20s and a best friend of mine, she'll she'll remain nameless, although I'm sure many of you are going to be able to put pieces together here. But my best friend, uh, she was in a super serious relationship and things were just different. Like you could just tell they were different. You know, moves were being made. Happiness was had. Puppies were being bought. Like it was just altogether different. And she and I always took time off together and planned vacations together and spent our summers together. And if there was a need for her to fly out and see me, she did and vice versa. And it was just always the way it was. I mean, for years, that was the way it was. Now, all of a sudden, there's this guy in her life, this guy I knew nothing about before, but has now entered in a few short months, then a year, was it, was the priority, was ultimately the person that she was planning her vacations for and her time off around and her finances around. And as the best friend, you know, I I was frustrated because here I am, early 20s, not really understanding or having had that person yet in my own life. And I was like, what the heck? It should be me. I should be the person you're saving those vacations for. Spend New Year's with me. I want to go on spring break. I want to do this. Let's go to Cancun. What the heck? And I kept, I started being selfish and taking these things personally. And it was actually one of my guy friends, you know, maybe I was venting to or I was sharing frustration with, but was very blunt. And he said, you know what, Kelly, you've got to realize you are not the priority anymore. And I was like, wait, 
that's not true. What do you mean? I'm always the priority. That's not possible. And he was like, that's that's not the case here. You've got to grow up eventually. She's going to find someone to settle down with. She's going to get married. She's going to have children. She's going to be growing with this person. And that is who the priority is now. And you are there as a support system and the cheerleader and the best friend. But your paradigm has shifted. The roles have started to change a little bit. And you've just got to be there to support her no matter what. That was super tough to hear. Really tough to hear because no one wants to relinquish that role. No one wants to say like, well, this is it. I'm getting you know put in the back seat. But I decided in that time that I would rather have her in my life forever, even if I take a back seat and I'm no longer in that passenger seat because she was that incredible of a person and a friend to me. And my role might shift a little bit, but I'm going to fiercely support her fiercely be there for her, fiercely love her, but always let her know I'm there. Always. No matter what position in the car that you're in. So I'm getting in real deep here real quick, but I think that it's really important to know. And I've been through these processes on both sides as the person who's watched myself and my best friend. And we had to shift and shuffle things as we know we adjusted to new roles, but also as I found the love of my life and he became a new role and a new confidant in my other half. And I saw best friends respond well and respond super, super poor to that shift as this person came into my life. So I'm going to go into this four steps right here. Well, pathway, if you will, um, as to navigate around this change as your best friend gains a boyfriend, gains a partner, gains a fiance, what have you, to hopefully encourage you, but also enlighten you during this change. So first, you've got to trust her. You've got to trust her. And I say this in that you know, friendships come in all shapes and sizes and levels. And in this case, with my best friend, I do trust her wholeheartedly because she's smart and she's driven. And you know what? I also knew that if she needed advice, she would ask for it. And that's how she operated. And so I was there when the advice was was necessary or needed. But if she didn't ask for it, I didn't push. I didn't push my opinion all the time and say, I don't know about this guy. Or I'm not really sure. And it's because sometimes you've got to trust them and the path they took up until that point and also let them know that at the end of the day, you can give your ten, two cents, but they are going to make certain decisions because they have to. They have to experience certain things in their life. Now, let's say you don't trust them. You don't think they're qualified to make those decisions. You're saying, she doesn't know what she's doing. She makes poor decisions. She always ends up with the wrong guy. I can't do this. Okay. Share those thoughts or concerns, but do so respectfully. And that leads into respect her. So this is a two-step process for number one. It's trusting her and respecting her. And, you know, I got really frustrated when I went through this shift with Austin because things were just so different with him. They really, really were. You know, dating him, being with him getting into a relationship with him, 
I had been through so many types of relationships before him. I've been through serious relationships, long-term relationships, short-term relationships, dated, 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 happy hours here and there. I've been through so many different things to help navigate me toward this commitment and make me prepared for the person I would want to spend the rest of my life with. And I was smart. You know, I didn't just give that title to any way. I didn't say, you're my boyfriend today and you're my boyfriend Thursday and you're my boyfriend on Wednesday. I was like, uh, no, you would be so fortunate to be my boyfriend. I was very, very picky about this. So when I say respect her, you know, there were the friends who trusted my decisions and they said, whoa, you know, you're dating someone. That's crazy. I'm so happy for you. You never date anyone. Like he must be really special. Or they said, well, this is, it seems kind of fast, but you know what? Like you're smart and you are really specific about the people you let into your life. Like lucky him and that's amazing. And that was that trust, which I really appreciated. And then there were friends who did not react that way. And although knowing me for such an extended amount of time, they didn't trust me. And then they chose not to respect my decision. So it was that that factor of like, whoa, we're losing Kelly to a guy? I can't believe we're losing Kelly to a guy. What do you mean? You can't go out on Friday night. You have a date? I what do you what we were gonna watch The Bachelor? Like, what is what what are Taco Tuesdays now? Like, I don't understand. And all of a sudden, the jealousy turned into a lack of respect. And it wasn't jealousy in the fact of she has a boyfriend and I don't, it was jealousy in the fact of, I don't want to share my time with someone when I could be spending it with Kelly. And now Kelly is sharing her time with other people. And so that became a bit of a, a fight between me and other friends because they decided not to trust me and say, I'm okay as Kelly Hall. I'm okay with this shift in my life. I'm okay with giving up Friday night girls nights every so often, although balance needs to be had. But I'm okay with that because this person has walked into my life and he's worth it. He's worth, you know, making those sacrifices or have, forcing me to balance my female relationships or my relationships with my best friends. You've got to trust me on this, but you also ultimately just have to respect my decision. And for you girls out there who are frustrated, you don't like what you're seeing, you don't think she's making the right decision. You don't like him. First of all, answer your own question, questions if it's justified. Is it justified for you to feel that way? Is it justified for you to be mad that he's in the picture? Why? Why are you mad? Are you mad because you selfishly want more time? You selfishly want your partner in crime to go out to the bars with? Like, where is that coming from? Where is that justification coming from? Did he give you a reason not to like him? Is it just because you are envious of the time that's being pulled away? Do you just not think anyone is good for your best friend? Really have a talk with yourself about where these feelings and where this justification is coming from. But try your hardest to answer those questions and then approach your best friend in a trusting and respectful way. Because the way you handle those emotions, that's going to help your relationship with her. 
And you don't want to cause a separation between the two of you through this process. Because in life, we're all going to grow. We're all going to adapt. We're all going to have these changes. But you're going to have to start adjusting. And let's do it in a healthy way. So trusting, respecting, having those communications with yourself first so you don't burn those bridges. Because I tell you, nothing is more frustrating than being a person who's excited, excited about a relationship and you want to share it and you want to share your experiences in these moments, but you are afraid your best friend is going to be mad at you or you're afraid you can't talk to her. You're afraid that she's not going to be happy about your decisions. Guess what? Next time she's excited, she may not come talk to you. So really, really work on that. I've witnessed that firsthand. Okay, number two, embrace the change and allow this as your own personal opportunity to grow. So, you know, your best friend, your confidant, the person you always have around, that's amazing. You know, you've had that person in your life for so long or even a short period of time, but ultimately you did everything together and had all these experiences and these memories, but that doesn't stop just because this person gets into a relationship. Sometimes that person, that best friend, becomes your crutch. And it doesn't allow you to grow and to meet other people. It doesn't allow you to grow and get into your own relationship. It doesn't allow you to grow to pursue those potential other passions because it's so filled with your time with them. So see this. See this opportunity. They're getting into a relationship. They're starting a, you know, an engagement. They're planning a wedding. They're starting a family, whatever it is. To start focusing on yourself and allow yourself to grow through this personal journey. Reach out to people you wouldn't normally reach out to. Go on dates at times you wouldn't normally do. Reach out to girlfriends. Pursue an opportunity. Start a blog. Whatever it is that you have been neglecting because you have been focusing so much on her and her time. There's nothing wrong with that. So see it as a gift in a different way and really celebrate this time because it's another growing experience that maybe you didn't expect. And that's good. It's a good time to challenge yourself in that way. So seek that growing opportunity and embrace the change. The change is good. Change is beautiful. Change allows you to grow in your own way. Next, Number three, this should be like a Captain Obvious point, but I'm going to say it anyways because sometimes it's needed. Get to know him. Get to know their partner. Get to know this person who was now taking up their time and their energy and their emotions. Get to know them. It is so important because – if this if your best friend is so excited about this relationship that they're pursuing or this marriage or whatever and you're hearing everything secondhand from her experiences and her emotions that's great but you need to develop your own relationship with him as well it should be a priority to you it should absolutely be a priority to you because let's say maybe you don't think he's right for her all right Maybe in some way you say he is not successful enough or he's not personable enough or he's not 
family oriented enough or he's not religious enough or whatever it is that you just don't think he has. Or maybe he's not cute enough. Who knows? There is some quality, something that is making her the happiest she's ever been. There's something, you know, whether it's his humor or his, you know, commitment to his family or it's his drive or his, you know, his ability to make her feel special. Whatever that is, that is something that you should be determined to find out. And you know what? For me, I was also really frustrated because when I started dating Austin, I mean, as I got to know him, I, and I, we shared this in our episode together, but I was just really encapsulated by him as a person. I only knew him on a surface level for so long. And then as we started dating and going on dates and getting to know each other, I was just blown away. Like he was not superficial. I thought that he, you know, liked to go to parties and socialize and he always knew, you know, every guy in the bar, but also knew every girl in the bar. And I was like, oh, great. You know, this social butterfly, like he's not going to be, he's not going to care at all about committing to someone or making someone feel special. And then I got to know him as he talked about his family, as he talked about his brothers. I started to know him and the way he was pursuing his career and his passions. I saw the way that he talked about his friends. His friends, it wasn't a let's go drink and someone grab a six pack. It was not about partying. It wasn't about any of those things. It was I've developed these relationships and I see this person like he's my brother. And I was absolutely blown away by his ability to commit to people who weren't even biologically related to him. So if he had the ability to do that, he was going to do that. Over here choking. (coughs) He was going to be able to do that to me. And I saw that. I saw that in his heart and in his eyes. And I would just take such offense when women who were considered to be my friends at the time They saw surface-level Austin. They saw the Austin that they went out to grab a drink with or they saw out on a party bus, and they said, he's not good enough for you. He's not good enough. There's no way he's good enough for you. No, I don't see it. I don't see it. But they didn't know him. They didn't have those conversations with him. They weren't trusting the conversations I was having with him. And if they took one, two, three opportunities to get to know him, they would get it. They would just get it. They would see us together or they would see the way he talked about me or they would see the way he talked about his family or his friends and they would say, wow, I get it. I absolutely get it. And that was what was happening here with me on the other end with my best friend is I said, there's something in him that she loves and I want to find that out and I want to have my own relationship with him. So take that advice, get to know him and it's going to make all the difference. So my last tip, if you will, in this process of adjusting and learning and becoming okay with the fact that your best friend now has a significant other in their life, priorities change, but loyalty doesn't have to. And that's just facts. The priorities will change. Life is going to change. Things are going to change. The nights that you had before and the weekdays and the moments, the roommate, if she's your roommate, like all of those things will change. And 
if there's anything I am so happy that I did, it was in my 20s, I really embraced all of that time I possibly could with my best friend, especially when my best friend was my roommate. Um, and my other best friend in Ohio, she would drive down all the time and we would spend weekends together and just have so many moments where you're essentially living together and, you know, going through these last minute road trips and, you know, taco Tuesdays and long nights of watching girl movies and spas at home or whatever it is. It's just so fun, but it's not forever. And I spent so much of my time in my 20s focusing on my girlfriends, and I am absolutely grateful that I did because you won't get that time back. And when you meet the love of your life, your priorities do change. So now my priorities are about Austin. It's about, you know, how we want to spend our weekends or how we, you know, want to spend our finances or what vacations we want to go on to or what our goals are for the year. And you know, the friendships and everything else that come secondary. And, but that's, that's life. That's the way it works. And that's how it should work in your relationships. But the loyalties have never changed. I still know who my best friends are. They still know. I support them unconditionally. They still know if something happens, I'm on a plane to Ohio tomorrow, or I'm in my car, or I'm in on the phone with them immediately. All engines stop. I'm there for them. And that's the way it should go. So be okay with the fact that things are changing. Be okay with the fact that you just awarded yourself more time to yourself. Be okay with the fact that this is a growth opportunity for the both of you. And before you get close-minded and upset, you need to have these conversations with yourself. Because I think the hardest thing to do is to realize you're not envious of their relationship. You're envious of the fact that he is now taking time away from the person who used to spend it with you. And you hate that. You hate that you don't have your go-to girl and your girl's nights and your moments and all of that. And that's what's changing. But she's still there. She's just there in a different form. And, you know, that's okay. All of this is okay. So have that moment of self-reflection. Review over these notes. Trust her. Respect her decisions. And if you can't do that, you need to learn to trust her and respect her decisions. Ultimately, I believe that people will do what they want to do. They will. You can tell a woman 10 times, you should not date him. But if she's going, if she wants to, like she's going to do it. It doesn't matter if an entire circus or the whole United States chimes in on Twitter, she's still going to do it because that's where her heart feels compelled to pull her in in that direction. But what I have learned is, Those who aren't willing to listen sometimes just need to go through their own journey. And also, when they go through that journey, hopefully they reflect on those mistakes. And I also learned that, you know, I always – I will listen to other people, but you have to trust your own intuition. And in this case, you have to just trust her. And then if she falls flat on her face or the relationship falls flat on her face, you're there for her. And you didn't burn that bridge for her. And it's not a I told you so moment. Erase that from your vocabulary. Say, what did we learn from this? What did you learn for this? How can I be there for you? 
It's not always a competition. It's not about saying you know everything and you know what's best for her. She still has to go through her own journey too. And she has a different mind than you, a different heart than you, a different destiny than you. And you are there to be the shoulder for her to lean on, but you can't make all her decisions for her. No matter how well you know her or how much you love her. So I hope this is therapeutic and necessary for you, for the ladies out there going through these changes, that it's difficult and it's tough and you don't like it, but I promise you, you didn't lose your best friend. You should be excited about this journey and know that this chapter in life, especially if she ended up finding the one, you're going to start this path out amazing because you're going to give this guy a shot and you're going to get to know him and you're going to be happy for her and you're going to reacclimate your life so that way you still fit in somewhere and she doesn't completely erase you because you're being unsupportive or disrespectful or untrustworthy and not trusting her own path. So ladies, it's tough, but trust me, it's worthwhile. I hope this leads to a better understanding of how to handle these situations and how to handle these moments with your best friend because Lord knows I have got the best team of women behind me. Shout out to Jackie and Mariah, the most amazing best friends, completely different in their own ways, but I'm so absolutely grateful for them and to have them in my corner. Thanks, guys. Hey world, thanks so much for tuning in. If you have 10 seconds of your time, please consider going to rate my podcast on iTunes. You can find me on iTunes and Spotify and also follow me on Instagram at misunderstood.podcast or at Kelly Renee Hall. I love hearing from you guys. I love feedback, insight, and I appreciate you tuning in week by week. Thanks so much. And I appreciate you continuing to find out how we can get a better understanding of ourselves.